Good news for fans of Santa coming up next. Hey, hey, hey! The Daily Detour. Headlines and entertainment on your schedule. Featuring music by our house band, Quickie. And now, your host, Dan Roberts. Welcome, greetings, hello, how are you? Bonsoir. I don't even know what that means, but I'm glad you're here. I hope you're safe and uh, healthy and happy. It has not, it's not been the year for most of that, uh, so it's good if you are. Got to keep our spirits up. And I do have some good news to share with you. Dr. Fauci had some good news about Santa Claus I thought I would share with you, if you haven't heard already. And uh, we'll, we'll, let, we'll let him uh, tell us. Dr. Fauci, are you there? Yes, Dan, I'm here. You sound a little funny. Funny how? Well, like you're not actually Dr. Fauci, just someone doing a bad impression. No, this is Dr. Ouchie. Dr. Ouchie? Ouchie Fauci, Anthony's brother. All right, well, you're all I've got, so we'll go with this. What is the good news about Santa Claus, uh, Dr. Ouchie? Santa is immune to the coronavirus. Really? That is that is good news. I wonder why that is. Well, Santa Claus is magic, of course. I guess that's true. So that's encouraging. So uh, he'll be able to, to hit everybody's houses, deliver presents, and, and no one gets sick, including Santa. Correct. Interestingly, Santa also immune to type 2 diabetes. Really? That would explain uh, his long life to span, despite a, a heavy candy habit. Don't get me started. The man lives in a gingerbread house. He nibbles on the walls all day and he's up to a carton a day. Santa smokes? No, candy canes. A carton of candy canes a day. My goodness. So immune to coronavirus and immune to diabetes, that's good news for Santa. Yeah, yes, but his cholesterol could be better. It's a little it's a little high. Well, so does this mean Santa can uh, you know, people can get their pictures taken with Santa Claus since he's immune to the coronavirus? Yes, they can, but we'd still like people to to maintain social distance. He's like stand 6 feet away from Santa. Oh, but if he's not contagious, what's the problem? Santa just wants to set a good example for the elves. Got it. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Whoever. Uh, that's good news uh, heading into the Christmas season here. No worries. Stay healthy, Dan. Thank you, Dr. Ouchie. Fauci. <laughs> and you can stand to eat a few less candy canes yourself, I noticed. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, it is Monica Nevy week on the Daily Detour podcast. We'll check in with her after some entertainment news here. Uh, this first, first of all, this headline, Hillbilly Elegy Cast, Where You've Seen Them Before. What a stumper. Where have I, where have I seen Glenn Close and Amy Adams before? They look so familiar, Glenn Close and Amy Adams. Just can't put my finger on where I've seen them before. That uh, reminds me. Of the trivia, quote-unquote trivia, they used to run in the theaters. And it would be, you know, they'd show a picture of Matthew Broderick in a red convertible going, what movie is this from? The answer, after this. <laughs> I mean, I love trivia, but they weren't even trying with those questions. Anyway, Hillbilly Elegy, uh, I think you know where you've seen Glenn Close and Amy Adams before, and where you can see them next is in Hillbilly Elegy running on Netflix. I've heard good things about it. I've heard bad things about it. It's based on a book, and I guess it's one of those things, you know? Who cares what people say? If you want to watch it, watch it. Figure out for yourself whether it's good or not. Good cast. If I only knew where I had seen them before.
Taylor Swift likes to surprise her fans. She did so earlier in the year by releasing a brand new album hot on the heels of her last brand new album, uh, two albums within like a year span. Uh, Folklore is the one I'm talking about, her most recent. And now she has surprised her fans with a concert film of Folklore for Disney+. Plus. It's streaming right this second. And I think I'll have to check it out. I like I like Taylor. I was I was resistant to the whole Taylor Swift phenomenon, but at some point you can't deny the hits and you can't deny her kindness and the way she treats her fans. So I'm on Team Taylor. The Grammy nominations came out. The usual suspects among them, but uh, except for this duo, Alex Trebek and Ken Jennings nominated for a Grammy for uh, Trebek's book. Answer in the form of a question. I think is the name of the book. I gotta go. I gotta click on the link. I gotta see if that's true. No, the answer is. Reflections of my life. Answer in the form of the question. I was in the ballpark. Uh, Trebek explained Jennings' involvement. He said he wanted to narrate as much of the book as he could, especially certain parts, but he was worried that his voice would give out as he was ill. Uh, So he asked Ken Jennings to help him out, uh, who agreed. And now you can hear the stories of Alex Trebek's book read by both of them. And Ken being very uh, modest and humble, saying that the uh, Grammy nomination should be 100% Alex Trebek's. He wrote the book, reads much of it. And he also said that he wants to win this for Alex. I'm not a betting man, really, but if I were a betting man, I'd say that's almost a sure thing, don't you? Grammy Awards not without controversy already, as The weekend apparently was being courted by the Grammys to perform there. Also courted uh, to perform at the Super Bowl, which he is doing. And apparently the Grammys gave him an ultimatum. Like, you can do the Super Bowl. Most hyped performance of the year by any artist ever, every year. Or you could perform on the Grammys with a bunch of other artists, but you cannot do both. I think they negotiated some stuff and he is doing both. But now, according to sources who spoke to TMZ, uh, he, he may be snubbed because of all the back and forth and bickering. That would be crappy. Like, you either deserve the award on the merit of your art, your music, or you don't. It should have nothing to do with politics. But, uh, welcome to real life. A lot of people were upset that the Peanuts holiday specials were only going to air on Apple+, Plus, which is great that they found a home. You can watch them on demand whenever you want. Except if you don't have Apple TV. And then they found a home on PBS. And everything's fine now, right? Not quite. Apparently, uh, the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving has been accused in recent years of being racist. It's true. You know Franklin, Peanuts character Franklin, uh, when they sit down for Thanksgiving dinner, you know, Linus is at one uh, side of the table. Marcy, I guess, is on the other side. You got Sally, Charlie Brown, or Chuck, as Peppermint, as Peppermint Patty, who's sitting next to him, calls him. You got Snoopy and Woodstock, and then... Uh, On the other side of the table, you have Franklin sitting by himself. The lone African-American Peanuts cast member, at least in the Thanksgiving special, uh, seems to be segregated from the rest of the Peanuts gang. Never thought about that as a kid. Reached out to the Peanuts gang for comment. All I got was, which translates to no comment. Do we need to worry about that with the Peanuts gang? I mean, the special is from 1973. It's an innocent enough uh, little 20-minute romp. I'm not sure that was their intention or if they just wanted to highlight Franklin. It could be It could be the worst thing that you're thinking. I don't know. But it's certainly not part of the narrative of the special. This might be a good time to give me your two cents worth. Maybe I'm way off base. Maybe they're way off base. Hit me up on the anytime listener line. Leave a message. 
Uh, leave a message. I'll play your comments back on the podcast, perhaps. And you can do that about anything that you hear on the podcast, or you can suggest something for a future podcast. Oh, also of note, uh, Dave Chappelle's show, the Chappelle show, the, the original sketch comedy series that he did, uh, has been pulled from Netflix at his request. I don't know if you saw Dave Chappelle host Saturday Night Live a few weekends ago, but he made reference to, you know, Chappelle's show being on Netflix and how he isn't making a dime from it. And... It's 100% true. He's not, which he gets. He thinks it's crappy, but he gets because he signed a contract. Kind of weird, though, because he created it. He's a producer of it, but somehow he didn't know he wasn't going to make royalties off of it, or at least not in certain situations, maybe like streaming. And so he called up Netflix, you know, who benefit from running it, but he has a deal for these concert films and such with Netflix. And he said, I don't like this. This makes me feel bad. And so they being the big monolithic corporation that they are, they squished him like a bug, right? No, no, they pulled the show. They said, you know what? We want to make you feel good. And so they pulled it. And that's why Dave Chappelle is a fan of Netflix. All right. Let's check in again with Monica Nevy, one of my favorite regional comedians. She's uh, out to take over the world with her new album, Finger Guns, and her chill meditation album as well. And today we're going to see if she's any good at giving out advice. Let's do it. Which is better, knowing everything about your partner's past or knowing very little about it? Why do you have such hard questions today? Um, I don't know. Like, I want to say knowing everything because then there's a good communication. But for me personally, yeah. I don't really want to know anything. Yeah, I don't want to know. I don't want to uh-huh. see anything. I know well, that it I happened. Start, like thinking about it and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, why does this? Or you're comparing yourself maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, yeah well, I'm fine not knowing, honestly. I don't yeah. want to ask. I don't have questions. Yeah. I don't want to see the person. I don't want to know that they're better looking than, than me and that I don't right. know why you decided on me. I don't want any of that information. <laughs> I mean, my situation, it's like, well, I know that there is at least one person because you created a child, right. but um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> otherwise. I don't want a number okay. either. That's the th- like, I don't need to know yeah. how many. That's I don't want to think about that. And some people really want to know that. I don't even know if they think it's helpful for them or not, or they're just so like they need to know. But I'm like, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I think it's, I I would stay away from that person that needs to know. I feel that would, yeah. So, mm. <laughs> here's a, here's a, a, a situation. Uh, this person did not like his old boss, finally quit their job, uh, got a better one. But they also, while they were employed by this person, they got some dirt on him. Uh, he always parks in a handicapped spot. Oh. He's got him on video 27 times. This is obsessive. Wow. <laughs> like maybe this person also needs a little work as yeah, well. Yeah, <laughs> that's a little. <laughs> that's a little creepy. 27 times pulling into a handicapped spot. Uh, he's the only one in the car. He gets out. The license plate is clear in the video. He's fully able-bodied. He has no sticker to give him the privilege of parking there. Yeah, I was going to ask that, yeah. And uh, this person's thinking about posting the video on YouTube anonymously in a new account just to get, they say vindication. I'm, I'm thinking revenge yeah. for, so, for some slight that they think happened to them. Um, and they also think they'd be doing a public service by shaming him into stopping his practice of doing this. Um, <laughs> what, say, what say you, Monica Nevy? I don't know if it's necessary to do the public thing i mean obviously he shouldn't be but you're right i think it sounds very like what 
how did he hurt you before? You know, like there's right. a lot of revenge. Right. Yeah. This is like a here. lifetime movie or something yeah, happened. Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like you just tell him or you, you show him, but then you have to talk yeah. to him. I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's a way to be like, hey, stop doing yeah. this without making yeah. it a whole thing or... Maybe you just send the video to him, I'll edit it up with all, and then, uh, <laughs> although there's always the chance that it'll come back to haunt you that way too, I suppose. Yeah. Well, I think you, I think you, you just, just ignore it and you move on with your life would be the I think that you know? would be, yeah. Well, obviously this person isn't great at that if they've recorded him 27 yeah. times, yeah. but could you just tell like parking enforcement or like the police that you'd be like, Hey, I've been yeah. this guy. Can you go do something? I got an anonymous tip. Uh, yeah. There's this guy that's constantly parking in the handicapped spot in front of my building. Yeah. He's not Here's handicapped. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I wonder if they would, I wonder how that call would go. Like how, what the other end of that call would be like if they'd take it seriously. Right. Yeah. Or how, yeah. How do I mean, clearly if they happened to be there and they saw it, they would take it seriously. But yeah, that's, that's wild. We'll go to Thanksgiving. We'll move on to Thanksgiving. Okay. What do you do with the leftovers, Monica? In a normal year, clearly this year's weird. Who knows if there'll be leftovers, but. Well, we're making a turkey because oh, I love right turkey. On. Start um, early. I. Thawed out early. <laughs> I do uh, sandwiches for as long as I can. I like rolls with a little butter and salt and then put turkey right in there. Oh, I like that. I love it. I love turkey. In fact, for my college graduation, we had like Thanksgiving dinner in June, like for there's my a, graduation party. There's a I was restaurant. Like, this is what I want. <laughs> there's a restaurant in Spokane called Laguna Cafe. It's really good, but they have Thanksgiving dinner on the menu year round. Like if That's you feel like, yeah. awesome. Because yeah. that turkey is different. Like I feel like you can't just get that really anywhere, you know. So yeah. Next time yeah. you're in Spokane and you feel like you need turkey, you should go up there. Or they can every probably time bring it yeah i mean at this point i am booked in february but we'll see if that happens <laughs> yeah is uh so turkey you actually like the turkey I like love it's the not turkey. just it's not matter of fact for you it's not just taken for granted like that's part of the appeal yeah that's my biggest thing actually and most people like something else on the stuffing on the i love stuffing yeah, yeah that's a popular one and i do like stuffing but it's just not yeah i like legit love the turkey i can't <laughs> we do <laughs> my family's weird uh my uncle makes well, a very <laughs> <laughs> not that because we like turkey oh, okay. my uncle makes a very big spectacle every single year of him cutting the cranberry we have like the canned cranberries right cranberry sauce and he like makes we play music sometimes we have videos and photos from every single year it's this whole thing he pretends <laughs> um, he forced our uh, seven-year-old to watch him last year, like right next to him. He's like, come here, come get right here. And his face is like, I don't get it. What are you doing? And so he cuts him in this whole production every single time. And then nobody eats him. No one has even a single one, except probably my grandpa has one slice and that's it. And it's this huge thing. Ray's got to cut the cranberries and then nobody right. eats it. So. I've warmed up to cranberries, but yeah, I, I've, avoided them for most of my life i think it's like the last 10 years maybe that i yeah i'm not i mean uh, cranberry juice is fine with me yeah that's different uh, yeah, vodka cranberry any, yeah i it? mean that's i love yeah. vodka cranberry <laughs> sauce um <laughs> <laughs> that could be a thing too that's another invention write it down they could yep. oh, yeah it's man. it's art it's an art, artisan vodka cranberry it's fresh <laughs> It's you stir it up yourself. It's just yeah. the jelly and then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
more Thanksgiving talk with Monica Nevy tomorrow on the Daily Detour podcast. That's right. The podcast does not take Thanksgiving Day off. We'll be here for you. Before I get out of here, I do want to take a moment, well, to thank you for listening. Subscribe, like, share, get the word out. You owe me nothing, but if you want to do something, do that. Share it, make sure people hear it, find out about it. I did get some good news yesterday. You know, when you work somewhere, pretty much everything you do for that company is theirs. Like anything you created, it doesn't leave with you, it stays with them. It's called intellectual property. Famously, David Letterman had this uh, with his top 10 list, uh, which NBC wanted to keep. They wanted to keep all his bits from his NBC show uh, when he moved to CBS. So he, you know, CBS thinks they're getting David Letterman and, and all his uh, repertoire of stuff. And NBC's saying, nope, you're not. And so that's why you didn't see Larry Bud Melman anymore. This goes way back. Google it, kids. Larry Bud Melman. Google it. You won't understand it. But it was a thing. Uh, and there were other there were other things as well. But Dave fought to to retain at least the top 10 list. I think, did he, did he bring the stupid Petrix over too? Or did he have to rename that? Regardless, it's a thing. And you sign the contract and you sign all that stuff away. Uh, and so... I've been talking behind the scenes, hoping against hope to get permission to use some of the interviews I've done over the past year with comedians and filmmakers, etc. all of which is technically not mine. So I, I really expected the answer to be no. I thought it was worth a shot, but I kind of felt like ah, it's not it's not going to happen. But I but I need a definitive no so I can move on. And uh, I just want to give a shout out to KZZU and Terry and Ken and Brian or anybody else that, that may have been involved. But uh, the, the good news is I get to share those interviews with you, either on this podcast or maybe there will be a separate podcast. We'll see what happens. If you listen to me on the radio, you've heard them before. However, you probably didn't hear the entire interview ever because uh, it was all spread out over a four-hour show with music in between. And there were certain things that uh, the FCC would not let me share with you. And so I'm looking forward to giving you the raw, unadulterated, unedited, uncensored interviews in the near future here. And again, I don't know if it's going to be on the Daily Detour or its own separate podcast. What do you think? What do you think I should do? The Anytime Listener Line, always ready for your comments at 209-650-0731. I'm Dan Roberts. Have a great day. Uh, If you're traveling, be safe. Wear that mask. Keep away from other people as best you can. Uh, You know, they're saying the planes are actually safer than the airport. So keep your guard up at the airport if that's where you're headed. And uh, when you get bored of your family, pop in the earbuds. I'll be here for you. All right. We'll see you then. You've been listening to The Daily Detour, a production of Basic Bits, LLC, hosted by Dan Roberts. Music by Quickie. And I'm your announcer, Libet Wolf. New episodes drop Monday through Friday. Subscribe now so you never miss a moment. And we'll chat with you next time. Hey!